0: something that we hope that the the politicians and the influence makers take a look at, because this is a growing segment of the population, this is part of their constituency, whether they're the individuals who are on the spectrum who vote and have the right to vote, or those of us who are parents and teachers and practitioners who day to day, autism is a big part of our lives. Do you think they're listening, Dr. Pitney?
1: I think some of them think they're listening, but uh, it's daunting when you talk to politicians, how many of them don't really know a great deal Uh, About the issues among the presidential candidates, we've talked about Hillary Clinton, Jeb Bush and uh, Marco Rubio. Rick Santorum, people forget he's still running, Mm. but uh, (laughs) he he was the prime Senate author in 2006 of the Combating Autism Act. Uh, Curiously, he hasn't talked about that on the campaign trail. I don't know why. Uh, But uh, the the thing is, politicians really need to know that there is a lot more to this issue than just the vaccine part of it.
0: Do you think that they deliberately avoid the autism conversation because there's nothing to be gained? I, you know, a couple of uh, State of the Union addresses ago, um, President Obama said something in his address. He said, "An autistic people," and. I, It was like in my house you could have heard a pin drop everybody stopped and they were like did he just say and it was so fascinating to me the next day because there were people who were going yay he said autistic and other people were going doesn't he know that the newer generation of people like to say they have autism instead of they are autistic and i thought you can't win
1: that's right and one of the things i talk about in the book In the language you used you say autistic people with autism Mm -hmm. and you're going to get passionate uh, partisans on either side of that issue. So what I do in the book is I use both terms interchangeably and probably I'm going to get mail from both sides.
0: But do you think, though, back to the original question, do you think that they're avoiding the conversation politics, but I think at this point they're just trying to gain votes and not get rid of anybody? And so what is to be gained for a politician to jump in and talk about autism? Because if they know that even the, the people that they're trying to get the vote from, if they're going to tick off half of us, then maybe it's safer just not to say something. I'm wondering if that's a real strategy for these politicians. In many
1: cases it may be, but we pay these guys to make hard choices. That is why we elect leaders to Congress and to the White House. Uh, And it's their job to become informed about these issues. And sometimes they say things that are just wrong. Let me give you an example, Rand Paul was asked by a kid on the spectrum in Iowa what he would do about autism, and his response is, well, this really shouldn't be the government, it should be science. But I I, I was yelling at the screen, I said, Senator Paul, the federal government provides 80 percent of the funding for the science on autism, so you're back to square one. Apparently he didn't know that. And uh, we talk about uncertainty, and one of the priorities for the federal government ought to be to reduce the uncertainty. We have uh, a lot of research underway about genetics, and that's genetics, and that's genetics, and that's really important, but one area uh, that's crucial is build their potential to live out the lives they can live and contribute to society. And people on the autism spectrum are a really huge untapped resource for the rest of America, and it's uh, it, it's sinful not to take advantage of it.